Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is he is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning and welcome to Real Presence Live. We have a great show planned for you once again. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. I'm coming to you live from my office in Corpus Christi in Bismarck. I have a lot of great people here. Mike Kidrowski setting up. Good morning, Monsignor. Good morning to you and happy 38th anniversary. <laughs> uh, Kathy is listening. I hope she does. Does she start off at the uh, beginning of the show or oh, should we mention it again at the next hour? Oh, but anyway, Kathy, uh, happy anniversary. 38 years, indeed, Mike and indeed. Kathy Kidrowski. Yes, what a gift my wife is to me, my children, grandchildren. It's just amazing. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Uh, Romeo, the Dalmatian, is here. Titus, indeed. the uh, baby Dalmatian, is over in the rectory sleeping. <laughs> And I have in front of me Megan Schneider and Mike Raber. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Our topic is a great topic. Um, We're going to talk about the University of Mary. We're going to talk about the bioethics degree. We're going to talk about what biomedical ethics is. It's really a word you don't have to be afraid of. And um, how you can become a a, a part of that program and how it uh, serves the church. Let's start with you, Mike. Um, we visited a little bit before we went on the air. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. You're from Hebron originally. I grew up, yep, just uh, west of uh, Bismarck here. We got to bring Mike's. Uh, let's bring Mike up a little bit. Uh, Megan, let's start with you. Uh, you are the coordinator of bioethics at, at the university. Uh, you're from Bismarck. You indicated. Yes. Tell I am. us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so born and raised in Bismarck, North Dakota. Um, I, I um, just, I'm a from here. I'm, it's home. And um, I am the coordinator of bioethics at the University of Mary. And I started um, at the University of Mary in my undergraduate education. I received a um, bachelor's degree in respiratory therapy. Worked for some time as an, an, an RT within the clinical setting. Um, went on to um, earn a master's through the University of Mary as well in business with a concentration in healthcare. Um, and now I'm uh, working on a doctorate through the University of Mary, my EDD, actually. So um, University of Mary truly was for life for me. Um, it's home, and I'm happy to be here with all of you as well. It's great to be Let's go back to you, Mike. And you're from Hebron originally. From Hebron, yep. I was a brick maker, grew up west of here. Um, my background's in music education and in music retail, but then... Uh, my wife, Rebecca, and I moved here to Bismarck about five years ago from Fargo to start working for the University of Mary, and we're thrilled to be here. And you are the assistant director for online admissions. Correct. And actually, I, I do mostly just recruiting for our undergraduate online uh, students who are looking to finish bachelor's degrees, but I'm so grateful that I do some recruiting in the graduate area, and one of them is for this bioethics program. So we have admissions covered and the coordinator covered. All the questions can be answered here. Uh, Tell us about about bioethics, Megan. What, what What is biomedical ethics? It's a word that seems intimidating, but 
it's really not uh, because of its service to the church. What is bioethics? Bioethics. So it's really where, um, where, uh, it's a stu- it's, it's, it's an expertise that, um, students come out of this program with, with the ability to integrate an ethical decision-making framework and apply that to various, um, forms of public policy, um, healthcare, law, um, all of those things. And so, um, public affairs, those kinds of things. And so really, um, when it comes down to it, it's studying how faith, um, and reason meet medical science and how we can um, use that clinical, that expertise that we've developed um, in, in, in bioethics to interpret um, ethical situations, ethical dilemmas in which we, um, we pull out of healthcare to really kind of um, dissect an ethical situation um, that maybe, you know, it all comes down to just because we can do something, should we do it? And um, those bioethicists are able to dissect that situation and and come at it from um, a framework of ethical decision-making with a foundation um, of ethical principles that really are consistent with the moral teachings of the church. Um, And it is indeed a brave new world, as some authors have coined. And when I was sent to study moral theology, Bishop Kinney sent me to uh, study moral theology. He said, I'll end up with bloody knuckles. Um, (laughs) And I I pulled out my my Ticina that I wrote for my STL degree in bioethics. And uh, I wrote on the authors of Ashley and O'Rourke. You know, there there are uh, they're they're popular Dominican authors. And uh, I I still uh, draw from this uh, from time to time, um, what, what, what is what is required uh, to 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 enter uh, the biomedical ethical program at uh, UMary Bioethics? What's if I want to if I'm listening and it's like, hey, let's give it a shot. Mike Kudrowski might. What, what, what's what's the requirement? A bachelor's degree, really, and anything else. It's um, it's so funny, really, because when I took over as coordinator, I was um, trying to, to, you know, determine who I was going to share this program with. How do we um, spread the news about the program? And really, I couldn't pinpoint one um, one area of um, under you know of professional expertise that couldn't be interested in this. Um, it appeals to those who um, have a bachelor's, maybe their, their um, prof- you know, what the professional world in which they live in now is maybe law. It's maybe physicians that are interested on, in um, seeking this degree. It's even um, those who just have a general interest in ethical decision-making. So it's applicable in many ways. After I got my philosophy degree, my professor said, congratulations, you can now get, get, still get a cup of coffee with a quarter. <laughs> you know, because a philosophy degree, you know, was required for our f- theology training. Uh, but Mike, you, you see um, the people that are applying for this as assistant director for online admissions. Uh, who... who what, what type of person is, is inquiring? That's a good question. Megan's right. The background is so diverse. Um, it's, it's really a joy to recruit for this program because I'm speaking with, I'm, first of all, I'm speaking with people who are coming to get this degree, not because they need it, but because they want it. Many of the people who enter this program have 
multiple uh, degrees already, some of them terminal degrees, doctorates. Um, so they're not coming here because they need to get it for some reason. Uh, they just want to get it. They, they recognize how important this, this topic is. So I'm talking with uh, physicians and, and doctors, of course, lots of nurses, people in the healthcare field. But I'm also visiting with attorneys uh, and uh, lawyers of different kinds. I'm, I'm visiting with um, sisters and and different peoples from, from the orders. I'm uh, priests. We have four priests joining us this summer, too. Mm-hmm. So we have a very diverse group of backgrounds and ages in this program. And it's so uh, enriching to bring them all together and, and have them study together. Megan Schneider and Mike Raber are my guests. This is Real Presence Live. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. Thank you for listening. We're coming up, coming up on about nine minutes past the hour, and I hope you're having a good start to your day. If not, um, we pray that it will get better. And we thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio. We're talking about bioethics at the University of Mary here in Bismarck, North Dakota. Megan Schneider is the coordinator of the program Mike Raber works with admissions. So we have a lot of details we're going to go through. Uh, first of all, let's talk about the history of, of the program at the University of Mary. Uh, bring us up to date when it began, how large is it, what do you intend to do with it in, in direction, what do you hope for it? Yeah, so we're coming up on cohort six um, here um, this summer, and so it's been around for a little while. Um, still so much potential for, for growth. And, and it started as a partnership, and it still is a partnership between the National Center for Bioethics um, and CBC. Um, and so it, it, we, students that come, into, that come to us to, to seek this degree to pursue the, a Master's of Science in Bioethics um, first go through the NCBC program, certification program, um, and then transfer those credits to us. Uh, then, then they take classes at the University of Mary to complete their program of study. So the history really just um, came from, you know, it all stems from our mission, right? We seek to serve um, the religious and academic needs of those in our region and beyond. And, and truly, we look for ways in which there is a need, where there is a need. And so the history goes back to that, that we, this program was developed out of a need that we saw as um, healthcare continuously changes that having those people um, that are um, experts in how to dissect those ethical issues within the healthcare setting are, are much needed. So. so you mentioned summer and cohort. So mm-hmm. you have groups that meet in the summer. Is this when you meet? Yes, yes. So not during, not during September to June? So um, it's an online program primarily. However, there's three on-site um, require, require time where students are required to be on campus with us and, re- and really just to build that sense of community that build, truly build around that community and that um, cohort model, so to speak. And so they'll start their program of study with an orientation lecture on the University of Mary campus where they come and they just in, engage in lecture. They meet each other um, so they can, they, and, and that's true. That's truly the case when they when they graduate from this program. They're so close, and that's why we have those on-site um, requirements. But they'll come in December um, for the second time, and then in spring for graduation and commencement festivities. So it's wonderful. And so your sixth cohort is beginning this summer. Mm-hmm. When? In June. In June. Mm-hmm. And the number of people in that? Um, Fifteen. Fifteen students. At and present. how many years has this been building? Well, I'm fairly new to the program, but for for um, you know for about six um, about six years, 
mm-hmm. really it's been t- slowly um slowly growing um and so we've just built a room a robust curriculum for the students and um, they always leave saying great things that they just truly and they um, they just truly appreciated the the structure of the program um, the cohort model that they got to know each other and um, that they got to come to campus for some of those times we're gonna take a break here in, in, a, in a minute or two but if you're interested in inquiring into the bioethics degree at the University of Mary uh, whom should they contact Mike um, you can go uh, to the website online.umary.edu and, and find the bioethics information there, uh, but certainly can contact me directly at the University of Mary, too. And then what I'll do is kind of walk them through that process of the certification first through the NCBC. Um, there's a little timing involved there. Um, the NCBC begins their certification twice a year, once in February and once in September. Um, those that start in September, for instance, um, would kind of roll right into our program because we only start our uh, portion in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of help guide them with timing and, and how they can uh, get through that and, and start with us in a timely fashion. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk about what students can learn and some potential career paths for bioethics graduates at the University of Mary um, and, and some other details as we come up on 14 minutes uh, past the hour. I want to thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio. we got a great show uh, ahead of you, and we have a great start to it right now with uh, Megan Schneider and Mike Raber. I do have Steve Ray coming up at the bottom of the hour. He is a regular on my show, as well as uh, the second hour. we got some great guests as well. So thank you for supporting Real Presence Radio. And I want to thank Mike Kudrowski here for setting up for me. Again, uh, happy anniversary to you and Kathy, 38 years. Thank you. And I want to um, remind everybody we'll be be back in just uh, one moment. I have a lot of questions about the program. And maybe you who are listening will be interested in, in inquiring into the bioethics degree at the University of Mary in Bismarck. We'll be back in just one moment. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. As a sole provider, the needs of my growing family are something I pray for daily. I know continuing my education will benefit my family in the end, but I worry about what I'll miss while doing so. University of Mary knows that choosing to continue your education at this point in life can be both challenging and rewarding. That's why we've created a robust portfolio of truly affordable, truly flexible, and truly formative online programs to make choosing easy. 
visit us at catholicprofessional.life. That's dot L-I-F-E. Come to Holy Cross Catholic Church in Ipswich on Saturday, May 22nd, and experience the treasures of the church. Over 150 sacred relics of the saints will be available for prayer and veneration. Father Carlos Martins for the Companions of the Cross will give a teaching on the church's use of relics that is a scriptural, devotional, and leads to a renewal of the Catholic faith for many people. Saturday, May 22nd at 3.30 p.m. at Holy Cross in Ipswich. Visit holycrossipswich.org for more information. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. All right, welcome back to Real Presence Radio. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. It's great to be with you. We come up on 17 minutes past the hour. My two guests starting my show today are Megan Schneider and Mike Raber. And we're visiting with them about the bioethics degree at the University of Mary. Mike Raber is the assistant director for online admissions. He uh, assesses the people uh, inquiring and applying for the bioethics degree at UMary. And Megan Schneider is the coordinator of, of the program. What will a bioethics student learn, Megan? So they will learn... Um, you know, it's, it all stems from the guiding principle of, of, of healthcare, right? The dignity of the human person and upholding that always um, from the beginning to the end of life. And so really what they'll learn is how in, in, in healthcare, we, we, of course, that's always the goal, the patient first, um, but also that, um, that there are things that are happening within healthcare um, tech, new technologies, new medical advancements, um, that just because we can do it maybe sh- doesn't mean that we should. And um, bioethicists are able to take a look at those issues um, and truly determine whether or not they're consistent with our basic moral principles or the ethical religious directives that Catholic healthcare institutions um, follow as a, as a toolkit to make those ethical decisions. Um, and so what they will learn is how to... Um, develop an ethical decision-making framework and apply that framework in, 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 in life um, towards these dilemmas that we um, see coming about as new technologies advance and um, reproductive things are developed. And um, so that is what they are, they are really trained and educated to do. And bioethics can fall under moral theology. Moral theology has fundamental morals and special morals. I like fundamental morals. I, I wrote on it. I like to study the principles for the moral framework of ethical decision making. But special morals, it's, it's, it's you know, uh, rubber to the road application. Uh, wh- who are some of your instructors in the program? And, and where would they fall in that? Uh, just first of all, who, who are some of your instructors? Yeah, so Dr. Michael Hickman teaches our um, law and bioethics course. We also have a faith and reason course. Um, and then Dr. Marie Hiller teaches our law and um, um, policy course. Um, also, Dr. Our, uh, Father Scott Francis Benet teaches our medicine and bioethics course. Um, and then we, in the seminar, during the seminar, um, we have... Uh, just outstanding speakers such as um, um, Dr. Ashley Fernandez, uh, 
and uh, Father um, Father Robert Mateg also um, has came and spoke for us during that time. So it's really just a well-rounded group of faculty that um, bring in some of the law, some of the some of the faith and reason, the the um, the policy development pieces of the program that really make it well a well-rounded program in order to properly prepare them to to apply them. Um, once they have completed the degree. Uh, Mike, let's turn back to you. As you assess admissions for the bioethics degree at UMary, um, we visited briefly about some of the backgrounds that come into the program. Um, what are some potential uh, career paths for the graduates that your applicants may inquire in? It's, it's interesting as I'm visiting with people who come to us to inquire about this program, they're they're really coming to incorporate what they learn in the program into their existing role that they have now. So the, the people who are in the healthcare fields realize that they can incorporate it into being a physician or a nurse. Uh, there are people who are, can be part of bioethics boards within uh, different healthcare facilities. They're, they're wanting to be a part of that too. Sure. But I think it's largely just recognizing um, that it's such an important topic and that they can really build upon what they've already done professionally and make this more of what they do in their work field. It's a really hot topic because of life issues. Very much so. And healthcare uh, is um, all about life and promoting it and uh, instilling that instilling that order. Um, so uh, th- let's talk about some other details that you'd like to share about the program that maybe we haven't uh, touched on. Megan, what are what, what are some other things we need to know? First of all, for those that are just beginning to listen to us as we come up on 22 minutes past the hour, we're talking about the bioethics degree at UMary. You're on your sixth cohort. You have 15 students in it, which begins next month. Mm-hmm. And uh, they can apply online or call Mike Raber directly to inquire into the program. Uh, and let's, let's um, talk about how instruction happens again. You said a lot of it is online. Yes, the program is offered primarily online um, with three on-site um, times where they come to campus. They come to the Bismarck Mary campus um, to be in, in community with their cohort members. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, and Mike, what other requirements, more or less, what I need to become a part of it. Megan mentioned an undergraduate degree. Um, Yep, that's primarily it. And an available computer. Right. Uh, pretty much, yeah. You know, and the and the NCBC certification, which again, I'll kind of help guide them through. Let's to, talk about that NCBC certification right. that's been mentioned uh, several times. Uh, what what is it? So the NCBC is the National Catholic Bioethics Center. They're located in Philadelphia, and we have a very close relationship with them. Um, their certification, again, which they offer starting twice a year, is about a nine or a ten month process. I think most done uh, primarily online or through email. And then what we do at the University of Mary is we bring in that certification as the first 10 credits towards our degree of study. And then we have the additional 22 credits of online study. And it's worth mentioning, you know, we've talked about how it's an online program and how we bring them together for just, you know, a few days, how incredibly close these cohorts mm-hmm. become with each other. I, I've noticed that they, they really only see each other together, probably a total of 12 days when we talk about those three visits but when they come for that last visit in april and i get to talk to them at commencement they know each other they know their families they know their children they know backgrounds so these these students are not only 
learning this incredibly important uh, field of study, but they're becoming really, really close friends, too. The NCBC, that's Father Tad Poholchek's purview? Correct. So so there, they're getting a lot. That's that's right, yeah. And they well, uh, one of the requirements of the certification, too, is that the students uh, attend one of their two-day uh, case study days uh, through the NCBC, one of which they do here on our campus. Um, and Father Tad's been involved with that a number of times, too, so... I would be interested in that just to kind of update uh, a, a little bit. And, you know, uh, Father Tad Poholchuk does write a regular article in our DCA. Those are always interesting. Another exciting thing about this degree in this field, it's so fast moving, mm-hmm. for better or for worse. And, and uh, to, to, to stay current, it's not like learning, you know, calculus. You know, th- this, this, is a, this is kind of an evolving field because of technology you mentioned um, and, you know, the brave new world that um, is, is, often, um, is often dangerous to life. Just because we can do it doesn't mean that we should is, is, the, big, is the big temptation. Um, so any other thoughts, Megan, on the program? Um, somebody's listening, maybe hasn't heard the word bioethics before or heard it so much within 24 minutes, uh, why, why, um, should they, why should they consider this program? Yeah, it's really, um, if, if somebody has a, um, a strong um, sense of, um, or just very, a strong interest in ethical decision-making, that they just really feel as though they want to be a part of those, those um, big ethical dilemmas that we face in today's world and biomedical ethics, that they... Um, they don't need to be a healthcare clinician to be interested in this in this field, and so that's probably the biggest message is that. Um, and as Mike mentioned, the beautiful beautiful variety of students um, of all ages as well that have. Um, graduated from this program. This past cohort um, didn't even get to meet in person until their graduation time. And the joy that they had just meeting each other for some of them for the first time um, was wonderful to see. So um, I think that would be the biggest message. If you have a strong um, sense of our calling, if you're feeling as though that you would like to be a part of those larger discussions um, that surround medical medical and bio healthcare ethics, so to speak, and biomedical ethics, um, this program is for you. Let's say that this program is not for most people. And uh, somebody is listening uh, who is a faithful Catholic, and they're not, they're not interested in studying biomedical ethics, but they want to do the right thing. They, 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 wanna, they, want, they want healthcare that's ethical. They don't want to study. They don't want to discern. They don't want to ask questions. They want to go to a place where ethics is practiced. Where is that? Still our Catholic hospitals? Absolutely. And, 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 then I, and these Catholic hospitals, our, our listeners need to know, have, have, have ethical boards. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you mentioned, Mike, I was, I was on uh, the, the board in, in Dickinson at, at Dickinson St. Joseph Hospital before it was CHI. And so our, our listeners need, need to know that. Some listeners don't even know the questions to ask, much less the answers. But but still, we can still rely on our on our Catholic healthcare system to be ethical. Is that true? Absolutely, that is true. Mm-hmm. And 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 programs like this um, bolster that, right? 
Absolutely. And I would, I would really encourage listeners to uh, look into the NCBC. Their, their website is fantastic, and, and I get uh, periodic emails from them, a, new, a newsletter that they sent out with uh, updates on what's happening in the country and around the world. It's some fascinating information all related to the bioethics, and I think that's a good start for, again, people who maybe don't want to study but to get the background. And then we hope, of course, that they would want to study and come into mm-hmm. a program like this. And um, for those of you listening who have uh, continuing education programs in your diocese, the staff at the NCBC is really impressive. Yes. And I, I, I brought in as director of our continuing ed, uh, Father Tad Paholchek. He does come in and do conferences, inquire, or, or a lot of his staff members uh, do speak, and I, I presume some of them come out yes. uh, to, to, to your area. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, last thoughts before we take our break. Mike, let's start with you. Um, again, I would, if, if this is of any interest to you at all, I would encourage you to either contact us, Megan or myself at the University of Mary, or uh, look into the NCBC and just use that as part of your um, uh, beginning of research for this incredibly important uh, degree of study. And an asset to the university. Absolutely. You, you would think a Catholic university would have this program. This is this is a, a program that when I'm talking to different people around the country, they they hear about the University of Mary in this program. Um, we're not we're not we are seeking these people to come study with us, but I'm not going to find them. They're coming to find us. Indeed, Megan. Closing thoughts. Yeah. Anybody who's interested um, that this even just sparked a little bit of an interest, please reach out. I would just echo what, what Michael said. This is an incredible program for any any person interested in exploring the topic. And the University of Mary is a lot like family. I mean, yes. I'm, I'm getting the sense here uh, just meeting you and, and working with you in the last half hour. And so I want to thank you for coming on. Thank you. It's been Thank great. You. Mike, our first guests are always important. It's, it's a leadoff hitter. Outstanding. And, I, job, I, 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 and we're, we're certainly on base for the rest of the show. Mike Raber is the Assistant Director for Online Admissions, and Megan Schneider, the Coordinator of the Bioethics Degree for the University of Mary. Inquire uh, on their website or call Mike Raber yourself. And he's a great man, and will give you all the information. And uh, so look into that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We'll be back in just one moment. The great Steve Ray will be my next guest. Don't go anywhere. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 